Well, it's the middle of December, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This holiday season is going to be different. This is supposed to be the season of window shopping, family traditions, office parties, holiday get-togethers, and most of all, embracing precious people in our lives. But that is not what we're going to get this year. Instead, we're getting a holiday season of masks and sanitizer and six feet of separation or much, much worse. The truth is many, many of us are or will be suffering the worst kinds of separation from people we love. This isn't what we want. This isn't the way it is supposed to be at this time of year. But yet, yet, despite the darkness and the disappointments of these days, it's still Christmas. That's right, it's still Christmas. And what I mean is that even if this year COVID strips away every favorite Christmas tradition, even if this year COVID strips away favorite trimmings of the Christmas season, it's still Christmas because COVID can never, never strip away the true meaning of Christmas. It's still Christmas because it's still all about Jesus. So let's get to what the scripture says about the truth of Jesus' birth. Now, if you know your Bible, you know that the Gospel of Matthew uh, starts with the details of Christmas with the angel Gabriel giving news to Mary and Joseph. The Gospel of Luke also starts with the details of Christmas uh, with Bethlehem and the shepherds and the manger. But I'm not going to read the Christmas story from Matthew or Luke. I'm going to read the Christmas story from the Gospel of John. But get ready, uh, because in John's description of the birth of Jesus, there are no angels, no shepherds or wise men. Because John's purpose in his Christmas story is not to detail the events of Christmas, but to tell us what Christmas means. So just listen to these opening words of John's Gospel. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The true light that gives light to everything was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. You could say this is the Christmas story in John's Gospel, where John tells us what Christmas means. The meaning of Christmas is all about Jesus. And in these words, uh, John tells us what the birth of Jesus means. What does Christmas mean? Well, I think it can be summarized in three words. And the first word is God. Uh, speaking of Jesus, John says, the Word was God and the Word became flesh. So what does Christmas mean? It means 
God has been born in flesh and blood and lived here on earth in the person of Jesus. And right here, we need to pause. We need to just pause a moment and let that sink in. Just take a moment to think about this. Think about who we are talking about. We're talking about the infinite God. I was just uh, reading yesterday about our galaxy. Quick question. Uh, going at the speed of light, do you know how many light years it takes to travel from one side of our galaxy to the other? I mean, light moves at a pretty good clip, right? Uh, so what do you think? Uh, maybe like a year? No, it takes 100,000 years for light to travel the length of our galaxy. And we're not the only galaxy, right? I mean, how many galaxies of our size do you think there are in the universe? Maybe 10? No, try 100 billion. There are over 100 billion galaxies like ours. And as you try to wrap your mind around this massive universe, now try conceiving God who dwarfs these 100 billion galaxies. God, the one John calls the Word, sprinkles stars from the tips of his fingers like grains of sand. And John says God took flesh as a human being named Jesus. The God of the galaxies did not send a spokesman. Uh, God came in person. That's the meaning of Christmas. And this meaning can be summarized in three words. The first word is God, and the second word is loves. God loves. The meaning of Christmas is not just that God came to earth, but how he came. I mean, what if when God came to earth, he came full of venomous wrath and furious judgment? I'm so thankful that what we celebrate at Christmas is that, as John says, the one and only Son came from the Father full of grace and truth. That word grace means that when God came in the flesh, he did not come full of anger and spite. God came in love and compassion and healing and forgiveness. God loves. And the fact that God came in love is surprising, especially when he considered God knew that he was coming to a world that did not love him. God knew that he was coming to a world that would mistreat him and reject him. Or as John says, the one who created the world came to a world that did not recognize him and did not receive him. And when John says that the world did not receive him, it's very likely that John is thinking about the Christmas fact that Bethlehem shut its doors to Jesus, that Jesus was born in a barn and put in an animal's feeding box. as just the beginning of the rejection and pain that would culminate in the cross, knowing he would be reviled and rejected. Why? Why did the God of the galaxies take on flesh? Why? The answer is love, which leads to the third and last word in the summary of what Christmas means. It's you. God loves you. The meaning of Christmas is still Jesus, who is God in the flesh, who came to this world uh, out of his desire to reach you with his love. God loves you. That's the meaning of Christmas. Mrs. Mary Daniel is an older woman dealing with what's become a common problem these days. She's separated from someone she loves. 
Mary's husband was diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease seven years ago, three years ago, uh, he needed to go into a care facility. So for the past three years, Mary has been going every morning and every evening to her husband's care facility. Mary gets to the facility before her husband wakes up, so he sees her first thing in the morning. And Mary is there every night to get him ready for bed. But then came the virus. And due to COVID restrictions, Mary was told that she was not allowed into the facility at all to see her husband. Mary said, that's unacceptable, uh, that she needed to be with her husband and her husband needed her. And Mary said she'd pay for daily COVID tests, but that request was rejected. Uh, Mary said that she'd pay for a room near her husband, but the facility was full. Mary said she'd do anything to be with her husband, and then she proved it. Even though Mary is very advanced in age, when the care facility had a job opening, she took it. The only job opening available was being a dishwasher. So with fingers bent with arthritis, Mary works long hours scraping dishes every day in the hot and smelly kitchen of her husband's care facility, all because of love. All because as an employee on her breaks, she's allowed to see her husband for a few moments each day. Sometimes there's only time for a brief visit. Sometimes it's just stopping by to blow a kiss. But to Mary, it's all worth it. Mary would endure anything to overcome the separation so that she could reach out with love for her husband. And I'm here to tell you that the message of Christmas is that God loves you like this. Just multiply what Mary endured by infinity and you have an idea of the extreme lengths that God has gone to in order to reach out to you. The meaning of Christmas is that God, the God of the galaxies, would do anything to overcome your separation from him. And then God proved it by coming in the flesh. God proved that he would do anything so you could receive his love. Have you received God's love? As John says, yet to all who receive him, to those who believe in his name, he gives the right to become children of God. The meaning of Christmas is that God loves you. I know that's not a new message. I know you've heard this many times before. But knowing this message is different than receiving it. I don't know about you. But the long-term stress of these COVID days have taken a toll on me. Uh, I've just been drained of energy and I, I couldn't tell you what I needed. And then three days ago, I sensed this voice of love whispering to me, hey, you're shutting down. You're pulling into yourself. Don't close down. Open up and receive my love. It was the voice of Jesus. He knew my deepest need that I couldn't even name. I needed to receive his love afresh, anew, again. Are you struggling these days? If you listen, you'll hear similar words. Don't close down. Open up and receive my love afresh, anew, again. Let me add one more thing. There's only one surefire way of knowing that you've received God's love. You know you've received God's love 
when you reflect God's love. You know you've received God's love when you reflect love back to him. So take a moment this week to write Jesus a birthday card. It's his birthday. Write him a personal letter of appreciation and praise. Sing a song of gratitude to Jesus. Reflect back to God the love you receive from God. And then also, you know you've received God's love when you reflect his love in your relationships. The best birthday gift you can give Jesus is to serve someone, forgive someone, show compassion, and take the time to express love to someone in Jesus' name. So make a specific plan to give Jesus a gift like that this week. This season is going to be different. But it's still Christmas. COVID can never, never strip away Christmas. Because hallelujah, the true meaning of Christmas is still and always be Jesus. <laughs>